0: This is Austin Pace with BYU-Idaho Radio, and I'm joined today again by Democrat Senator Melissa Wintrow from District 19. Thanks again for joining me today, Senator.
1: Well, it's really great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. So what are your thoughts on the legislative session so far? What things have gone well, and what are some things you would like to see change?
1: Well, I can't believe we're already through February. Um, I got to tell you, the time in the statehouse it passes quickly, and the deadlines are upon us. Um, Monday is the deadline for introducing new bills, and it sounds like that's a good idea because, based on our progress report, I think we're breaking records of drafting <laughs> more legislation than in the previous le- in the previous two years, for sure. So, um, I think uh, things are starting to move. There's been some really big conflicts with our Joint Finance and Appropriations Committee, which which basically sends out into the general bodies the budgets for all the state agencies that really provide all the services for Idahoans. So there's a big, big snafu and mess about all those budgets and people um, making new uh, processes that aren't really um, – that, that potentially – are instead of creating efficiencies, are decreasing the efficiencies and decreasing transparency and maybe creating an opportunity where more budget cuts would happen than we should have. So yeah, the, the overall session is it's right in the middle, boiling up, and um, we're starting to see a lot more bills in the Senate.
0: Right. And more draft bills have been prepared during the first four weeks of Idaho's 2024 legislative session than any other session in the past six years. According to the Idaho Legislative Services Office Weekly Comparative Legislative Progress Report, 401 new pieces of draft legislation have been prepared through February 2nd, which exceeds the 350 new draft bills prepared over the same period of time in 2021 and the 320 new draft pieces of legislation in 2023. So could you give me some of your thoughts on that? Why are there so many new pieces of legislation being released in this legislative session?
1: Hey, you know, that's a really good question that we probably should ask each of our own representatives. Um, When I first started in the legislature 10 years ago, there was a different culture as far as, you know, you only introduce bills um, that you absolutely need or absolutely going to make a positive difference in the lives of Idahoans. And in fact, I would see committee chairs, um, hold a lot more bills in their drawers, not give them hearings because after they read them, they were either poorly written or they might be harmful, or they just, you know, they were um, they weren't just like real meaningful, right? Now, that could be dangerous when you put that kind of power in one person's hands. But what I'm seeing now is a lot more legislation, and which is kind of surprising because typically, um, in, cons- in more conservative politics, people want to do less, right, because they're concerned about growing government. But this is one legislature that seems to be really growing government, and they're passing, I think, a lot of laws that are um, intrusions in people's personal lives and freedoms. Um, I mean, we have a, a legislator who's passing bills to redefine the term sex and gender, um, it flagrantly you know violates bio, biology and science, and um, I, I would never have seen that ten years ago, but now we have a lot of bills about social issues really trying to dictate the values I think, of people's lives. and I think that's inappropriate use of government, it's dangerous, it's harmful, and I, I think we should really practice more restraint. And um, I think it's a little funny that the Democrats are being more restrained and conservative than the actual Republicans. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's just kind of the world's kind of turned upside down over here. So um, anyway, that's my thoughts about that.
0: So speaking of new legislation, Senate Bill 1234 just passed the Senate. And I understand that this is your bill. So could you tell me a little bit about the bill? What does it say? And where did the inspiration for this bill come from and what will this bill do for the citizens of Idaho? Because you yeah. you said that we you you want to start seeing bills that are purely for the benefit of Idaho citizens. So what will this bill do to help Idaho citizens? Yeah.
1: Well, this is a bill that's been five years in the making. It's pretty simple. It just directs insurance companies that if you cover prescription contraception, instead of limiting women to one month at a time or Um, I think the max right now is three months, Um, you could get up to six months of your prescription contraception. And that's just really important because contraception is not effective if it's not taken at the same time, you know, regularly. So if you increase access, you increase the chances you're going to take it regularly, you increase the adherence to the actual medication, and you increase its effectiveness. And especially with... um, contraception that's used for medical conditions like endometriosis and very painful periods and those kind of things for women, um, it's really important you don't have an interruption in that, as well as if you're um, using it for birth control. Um, If you're using it for birth control for a reason, so you want to make sure your optimal effectiveness. So this is one of those things that I've received hundreds of emails. This is the one bill that I have constituents who want to see passed because it would make women's lives a little bit easier, you know, uh, to gain access to the contraception, and you know, um, I just think that's a really important part of women's um, healthcare. And contraception is a preventive healthcare tool, just like you know our annual exams, just like you know getting a Pap smear for cancer detection or mammograms. Um, birth control is something used by millions of women. Nationwide, for a lot of different medical reasons, and it just makes sense uh, to to support women a little bit and make it a little bit easier for us to get access to our prescription.
0: So one major topic that has been passed around the legislative session has to do with harmful materials in libraries. This past Wednesday, Senator Jeff Schroeder proposed a bill that would require public schools and libraries to follow a uniform policy to restrict children's access to harmful materials. The bill will require that Idaho libraries and public schools establish a materials review committee. What are your thoughts on the proposed bill, and how do you think it would affect Idaho state citizens if the bill is passed?
1: Yeah, good question. So first and foremost, I want to address the the fact that um, it's been only in the last few years that there's been this attack on libraries. And there's this um, presumption that libraries are making pornography available to kids. And that's just not true. You go down to your local library. I went down to my local library. I was like, where's the pornography? And there is no pornography. I think what's happening is some people are trying to define what they perceive as harmful. So, And what I've noticed is a particular attention to books that deal with race or uh, sexual orientation, or gender identity, um, and those have been targeted. And um, I think that's pretty dangerous to say just because, you know, somebody has two moms or a book is talking about race, that that's harmful. And that is a, a pretty bold violation of the First Amendment. And I, I take great issue to that. I think what Senator Schroeder's bill is trying to do is, Uh, acknowledge that we are in the middle of this turmoil, regardless of how we got here. um, How do we deal with it now? And he's created, a, I think, a bill. I haven't read it word for word yet, but um, it seems like he's trying to create a process by which materials could be reviewed under a very predictable um, framework that also protects First Amendment and utilizes what we call the Miller Test to look at content... as as its whole contribution, um, and it's something that's been decided by the Supreme Court. So I think his bill on the face of it um, looks to um, really just solidify processes for every library, but most of them have them anyway, so that would be good. So I think he'd just solidify that, and I think what I heard him talking about, again, is pornography, um, and that we, would, we're, we should stop focusing on a subjective term of harmful uh, because, again, that, that is getting us into trouble.
0: So then where do you stand on the bill? Will, will you be supporting the bill?
1: You know, I haven't read it fully yet, so I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm growing weary of the attacks on libraries that have been, I think, ginned up by myths and misinformation. You know, I talked to a library association. I asked, how many statewide complaints have we actually received? And I think at that time it was 65, and many of those were repeats. And so for an entire state to get, you know, 65 complaints, and most of those were repeat offenders, I think we have blown out a proportion uh, somebody's um, misinformation. Now, are there now concerns that we have to address? Yes, because it's just a mess. But um, if, if indeed the bill is just to solidify a process to um, protect First Amendment and to allow people to file a complaint or grievance and that's protected, you know, I'm, I'm more supportive of that than censorship.
0: So as week five of the legislative session comes to a close, what are you most looking forward to for week six?
1: Well, I am looking forward to next week because I have a bill – uh, that I just got out of committee um, to help people with dementia and Alzheimer's, and it provides a legal pathway for police or paramedics to take somebody to a medical facility to see if if they're in acute crisis, if they're a danger to themselves or others, to allow a physical exam to see if there's something causing that, like a urinary tract infection or your meds are off, et cetera, so this is actually a really big deal in our state because we have an, a really growing population of people who are aging and having these problems. So um, it's been a lot of work. I've been working on it for months with lots of different people. So I'm real excited. Hopefully that's going to be in the on the Senate floor. Um, I also have another bill that deals with human trafficking screening. So if kids in the juvenile correction system, we're going to do a better job of screening uh, for uh, any kind of signs that they're being trafficked. So, yeah, I'm excited about those things.
0: That was Democrat Senator Melissa Wintrow. Thanks again for joining me, Senator.
1: Thank you. Have a great day.
0: You as well.